Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry. And this is our podcast where we give you a behind the scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics. And please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Here we are again. We're uh, back. Another day. Another, another night. S- another snarf. Another snarf talk. Weekend edition. This one is. This is a rarity for us in the in the podcast world. Normally yeah. we're a weekday, weeknight uh, only podcast. Yeah. Like recording wise. Why is that? Uh, our lives. So busy. Our lives. Busy we on like the weekends. Have, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a social butterfly. You are. Yeah, you really are. Big time butterfly. Like a monarch. Yeah. The monarch of butterflies. You're getting killed off though. So Well, aren't they a making problem. a resurgence now? You had like a huge monarch butterfly kill in front of your house. What are you talking about? Marley put up a Snapchat. Of a bunch of dead monarchs? All over your like in front of your garage. Must be the bats. I think you it's your non GMO crops. Or it's no. <laughs> It's your GMO crops. Could be. Um, I don't farm anything around my house, so. Well, it's whoever's fault. <laughs> but don't they have a? I thought monarchs were making a resurgence. Are they? Yeah. Th- those uh, they migrate, don't yeah. they? Like there's me, the great you, monarch migration. Let me tell you all about monarchs. Yeah. Right? Tell me. All right. Inform so, me. And this could all be a hundred percent wrong, but what I believe to be true okay. is that they do migrate. In fact, you're correct yeah. about that. They fly to Mexico to this one mountain where they reproduce. Okay. That's where they all go. And my parents went there to this, it's middle, in the middle of Mexico, middle wow. of nowhere. And it's, uh, I mean, people go there to see the, the monarch, monarch migration. It's a okay. thing. But it's in like central Mexico in a mountain range. And I guess it's a really pretty place, but the monarchs are go there. And then they fly up north for the season. So I just read a thing about monarchs what recently about, what, what about them it's the fourth generation of a monarch that does the migration are you kidding are you kidding me no you're talking about the playoffs <laughs> no i'm not well i guess it would be the you're talking about the them. monarchs i'm talking about the monarchs are you kidding me the fourth generation of a line so it takes them four generations to get there no. or to get back or no to be the one that flies away really what do they do in the winter? Die. Oh. I don't know. But that's it was a National Geographic article. If they so died in the winter, how would I they know, come that, back the that next was year? That was kind of the joke. No, I don't know. They hibernate somewhere. So anyway, back to my story Sorry. about monarchs. Um, they all go there. That's where they breed. Mm-hmm. And then they fly back. Maybe it takes multiple generations, according to you, monarch expert. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they only like eat the milkweed, right? That's like their only food source, milkweeds. Yeah. So I the think pr- there's more than one food source of mine. Well, that's the main one. But that's what yeah. they like. Yeah. So the problem was there was no milkweeds, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So now they have Kill this, they call it like the monarch trail. So people all along their migration pattern are planting 
it's it's a project. People like enroll and be a part of the project, <laughs> and they plant milkweed. And if you're in the area that's along the Monarch Trail, people, and I think even the government. Are we in the Monarch Trail? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Are we? We're in so that are trail. You planting milkweed. Yes. My, my mom has tons of milkweed around her house. She grows it like instead of flowers, she has milkweed. It drives me insane. No way. Uh, like her, she purposely plants. This you stuff? are correct, sir. No way. She does. Yes. That's strange. Yeah. And then they also have all these, the government has these pollinator plots. Right. And then they we have, have one right down from the road. Yeah. And I'm sure there's milkweed in there. Mm-hmm. Probably a whole mom. bunch of it. I thought about having bees. Oh, really? Like Be- keeping bees? Yeah. Because of that pollinator. So plot. we used to have a guy, we didn't do it, but on our property, he kept bees. I think the hives, the things he used for hives are still sitting out there in the woods. Really? Yeah. They're probably all rotted. Probably not. I think they were plastic. <laughs> they were like oh. plastic barrels or something Excuse along me. those lines. Um, like in a frame system, you can have them. I'll take them. Start keeping bees. Well, so the I only, would like to keep bees too. The I only reason cool. I thought about it is because Gary was putting in that pollinator plot right down the road from me, and I saw a product. It's it's a guy started making um, beehives that are completely like see through, and you, they're all made out of plastic. And there's there's comb like honeycomb, you know, or like the comb structure is inside of the uh, hive already. So when the bees go in there, they just fill the comb that's in there. Once it's full of honey, there's just a handle on the bottom. You turn the handle and it breaks the comb apart like this, brings it up. All the honey drains out a valve at the bottom. And then when you're done with that, you turn the handle back. It puts it back together and there's very minimal disturbance to the actual comb, and they don't have to rebuild much. So really? you can get more honey each year because the wax and everything's still in there. The honey just drains out itself, and you can see it all. Hmm. So, I, yeah, I've seen similar hives to that or whatever that you can buy where they just have, like, that tapper that you open. It seems a lot yeah. easier because you don't yes. even need, like, I don't think you need even a bee suit. Um. I, well, I think you still need, I no. mean, they're still flying nope. around. Nope, because you sneak. <laughs> oh, I forgot. You sneak. So I should probably prowl. You sneak, sneak, sneak. Yeah. And you turn that handle and you put a jug under it. And they'd never know. And you slowly. But I really want to do the. The The little smoke smoke thing. thing. Yeah. I want to do that. Blow smoke at them. Yeah. You should just go out there with your pipe. (laughs) I've got multiple pipes. You know, we saw some pretty nice pipes when we were at the Bristol Renaissance. Yeah, we did. Check out. um, It's Danny Boy Pipe Shop. Yeah. And they have a website That's what and everything. It is, Danny, yeah, Danny Boy, Boy Pipe Shop. And they sell amazing myriad of like flavored pipe tobaccos that oh, yeah. smell and taste amazing. And but the pipe like craftsmanship in itself is oh, it's amazing. Stunning. And I'm really kicking myself that I didn't buy a pipe while we were there. Yeah, we were a little in- intoxicated by that well, point. You were. There's a great uh, video, and it will it will be released eventually. Yeah. It's going to be a little while, but. Um, when we're we in had so much content from yeah, that place. We're in the pipe shop and it was towards the end of the day and uh you come around and I'm looking at this pipe that's like a Sherlock Holmes pipe and I'm just like <laughs> inspecting it. And you come around and you look at me and you ask something, I think, and I look to the left for all, a little while. All I said was, Chris, what are you doing? And I look to the left, and I just look back at the camera and I go, <laughs> getting yelled at for looking at pipes. <laughs> it's so funny. You've spilt on yourself yeah. at that point. Yeah. Oh man! If you haven't uh, your horn. checked out our Wizard World, um, well, I guess that won't come out because. Oh yeah, no. yeah, we'll have it out by now, right? Dude, I'm so 
Yes, we got the Wizard World recap on them, but that's the Renaissance Fair recap. Yeah, that's the Renaissance Fair one, and that should be out maybe by the time this podcast is out. But like I said, there's so much content there that you're going to have to rifle yeah. through that I feel bad for you about. Um, that's okay. I still got Wizard World content. We got um, interviews and stuff. So what we're talking about here, guys, we if do. you don't know, is our amazing YouTube channel, yes. youtube.com slash snarfcomics. Um, you need to get there. You need to check it out. Hit subscribe. Like or some videos. Be there. Be square yeah we got um we don't have like a huge amount of subscribers yet because it's brand new and we don't have brand spanking but i looked the other day and we had 800 hours of content listened to on it or something oh really yeah some insane amounts or 800 minutes you can look at it i don't know it would have to be minutes i mean hours (laughs) yeah (laughs) um anyway so it's pretty cool um also and it's on the screen right now Check it out. YouTube.com slash Snarf Comics. So check that out. Um, also check Please out do. our Instagram at Snarf Comics and Facebook at oh, Snarf Comics. Here's and what we just recently did. Chris. I know. I was going to bring that up. We just, I shouldn't say we, you just put together our Patreon. Yeah, this is really exciting, guys. We have a Patreon account guys. now. And we had our first patron today. Today. Let's talk a little bit about Patreon. So, because a lot of people don't know what Patreon is. And so uh, Patreon is a service, a website, if you will. Yeah, I think there could be a, a bit of a stigma against Patreon. Is there? I, I think there could be to some people to where it, it's like um, begging for something, which we're not. No. We're not doing that. Mm-mm. It's more of a support system. Support, supporting. For content. Yeah. So what it is, it's a website you can uh, lo- make a a login and have an account and all kinds of creative people, whether they be podcasters or artists or craftsmen or tech people, whatever, whatever you want, you can put a project up there. You can put your business up there. Um, In our case, we put snarf comics up there, patreon.com slash snarf comics. And what you do is you become a patron of that, that person or that business and you can donate money to them. But it's all based on like a subscription model. So there's tiers that that you have we have on our Patreon page. And what um, do we have five or six tiers, something like that. And then it, you can be a patron of ours for as little as $1 a month. Uno. Once you sign up and you put your credit card information in, it's just automatic like every month it deducts a dollar and they take a small percentage, 5% or something like that. And we get the rest into our account to use to help produce the show. So what we're going to do with and why we want patrons um, is a we we're going to finish our comic book and have mm-hmm. it produced. So that includes hiring artists, hiring colorists, hiring uh, not probably an editor, but letterists, letter, color, um, uh, cover, cover, book, artists. cover artists. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of work. And then on top of that, um, you have the cost of printing the actual book. Yeah, turns so, out that's something. So in case people don't understand, a comic book to produce, if you're just a writer like we are and you're not an artist. Yeah, I can't um, draw. Sorry. Yeah. I cannot draw. On the very, 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 very cheapest side to hire an uh, artist, a colorist, and a letter. And sometimes you can get one person that does all those things. But on the cheapest side, you're talking about a minimum of $100 a page. And our comic book is going to be roughly 24, 24 pages. pages. 
and uh, most comic, but yeah, about 24 pages. So roughly about $100 a page on the low side, high end would be 250 a page. Let's go with $100 page. So at $2,400 to produce one book alone. And then the, that's just for art. Yeah. And then the printing cost, um, you're looking at probably in the neighborhood of a dollar to $2 a book, probably closer to the dollar if we get a, a large run. Yeah. We could get a large. Um, so if you print a thousand books, there's another thousand dollars. So it can easily be $2,500 to $5,000 just to produce one book, which at we minimum, can, which we I can mean, then sell. But never make any profit on. So that's <laughs> there is no money in this. So yeah, um, to help us, we're just trying to offset costs. Do these goals? Is. You can sign up for our Patreon and also for our podcast to help us. Um, if we wanted to hire editors or on our YouTube channel, if we had to have editors or we want to do advertising or anything like that, more for production. Quality. And then production, you know, all this equipment costs money, but also like we have to pay for hosting. We have to pay for a website. We have to pay for a lot of things. So there's yeah. lots of costs in this. It's definitely not free. It's, um, it, it costs a lot of money and, and that's a way to support us. If you like what we're doing and you want to donate, just think of it like, um, donation really yeah, it's basically a donation for content that i hope you love but like it's we not do. just a donation because at every tier that you subscribe to you receive a benefit yes so what are our tiers jerry uh we have let's see so very first at one dollar uh the one dollar one let me get to it is a snarf surf a snarf surf and snarf talk stickers that's what you're going to get yeah uh we'll send you snarf talk stickers in a bundle um and any sn new stickers that we you know create or make um whenever they are available you'll always get them anytime we get a new sticker yes we'll send you one in the mail you'll also um, and right off the bat you're going to get a bundle of whatever stickers we have around here yes and access to the patreon exclusive activity feed so when you have a patreon account it's an app or a website um you when you're a patron of somebody, you get access to their feed, and it has posts, recent posts on stuff we're doing. Um, I don't know how active we'll be on there about keeping that, but we'll do our best. You'll get that and uh, a first look at exclusive Snarf Talk uh, or Snarf Comics and Snarf Talk content. We'll make sure you're the first to know when we have new projects, merchandise, and contests. And the most important thing about the $1 level that you receive is that warm, fuzzy feeling inside when you realize that you're helping support us and helping us produce our comics and a medium that we truly love. Absolutely. So without further ado, let's get into the real meat and potatoes. Okay. Snarf Vassal. Snarf Vassal. Level That's two. Our $5 level. $5 a month. We'll get you Patreon exclusive Snarf Talk, Snarf Talk bonus episodes. Yeah. So, so all this stuff from the first tier plus bonus podcast episodes. Yes. Which we might release one a month. We're going to we, shoot for that. I mean, we already have some. Yeah, we already have some in the can. We got some in the can that we can throw out there anytime, and uh, they're something. And you will only <laughs> be able to listen to those episodes if you're a patron at the $5 level. At the level. $5. Uh, if you are a snarf vassal, you will get these extra. But things. wait, there's more. Yes, there is. You also get what was included in the first tier. Mm -hmm. So those sticker bundles, the exclusive content for the Patreon page, you get that along with that snarf talk bonus episode stuff. And there can't be more, Jerry. There is more, oh, okay. Chris. Behind the scenes, Snarf Comics script pages for Jetpack Samurai and Fourth Reich. Yeah, we will send you the the script pages. 
Yeah. And you can read them can and see what them. A, a script but looks like. Before it ever even comes out. Like, this is what we're working on. This is what we've already worked on. You will be able to read and see how a comic book is created, basically, from the script. Up. Yeah. There can't be any more, right? There is. Oh, my gosh. More, Chris, to the $5 <laughs> tier. This is the $5 tier. Snarf Comics Art. Be the first to see new concept pages, pencils, inks, and finished comic So when we start pages. getting pages drawn, as they come in from artists to us, we will put them in our Patreon. Yes. It will alert you that there's new content in there, and you will get to see the drawn pages as they're released. Pencils, inks, whatever we get done. That's probably all we could probably do, right? Like, the, that's all we could give people? Is there? Would there be any more than this? Any more tiers? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think there is. Oh. You could be a snarf knight. A snarf knight. $10 would make you a snarf knight. So think about this. Think how much money you waste. <laughs> at a gas station. $10. Think about how much money I waste at a gas For station. For the cost of one pack of cigarettes a month. For the cost of a couple scratch-off tickets. For the cost of a couple Monster Energy drinks, area two two five hour two five hour energies cost me about nine dollars. So don't get those two two five hour energies. Instead, die. just become a snarf I would, talk. I would die. Just become a snarf knight, and you're gonna get holy cow! Everything we just talked about in the first two tiers. The the first two plus snarf talk t-shirts. You're gonna get a t-shirt. We're gonna send you a t-shirt. On top of that, if we ever make a new t-shirt, you're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah. Any t-shirt we make. And we're probably going to make at least one T-shirt a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. You'll get it for free. Well, not for free because you got to pay the $10 a month. But Right. But you're getting it because of your $10 subscription. And then... Oh, my gosh. There's more? Oh, there's more to this. Autograph physical copy of comic books that we produce. So if we... When we get... As available. Jet obviously. Pack Samurai published or Fourth Reich or anything we get published, you will get the actual comic book autographed. We will send it to you. You own it. That's right there, probably a $5 value alone. Sure. Um, the book itself. I mean, the book itself is Now, I wouldn't look for us to be producing more than one book a year, but... <laughs> no, but you're going to get it, and it's going to be autographed, and you'll have it forever. Yeah. So there is a whole nother tier after that. Um, and, and I want to point out really quick on the Snarf Night, the $10, because $1, fun. Great. Thank $5 you. $5, bonus episodes, very helpful. The ten dollar—that's where you really, where you're helping us hire artists and colorists. Big time. That's where we're making a dent. Yeah. Because if we got cost. if we got ten people doing ten dollars, we're paying for pages. Sure. That's um, pages pages of art that uh, are going to be finished and done. Like yeah. we could just write it off; it's done. Yeah. So now we're getting into some of my favorite tiers. Yeah, the Duke and Duchess of Snark. Speaking Snarf. of this, it was called Duke of Snarf. Duke of Snarf. And as I was finishing the Patreon account, I thought, this is sexist. Yeah, you're super sexist, too. That's <laughs> So the, the Duke or Duchess of Snarf, however you like to be I'm addressed. I'm glad you overcame that. If you're you a know? lady or a woman that wants to be called a Duke, we'll call you a Duke. Yeah. You don't have to be like a Duchess. If you're a big, burly man that wants to be called a Duchess. We'll call you Duchess. Right to your face. In fact, if you are a big, burly man and want to be called Duchess, every time we see you for the rest of your life, we will call, we'll you, call Duchess. you Duchess. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get right up in your grill and say, hey, Duchess. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Uh, so this is my favorite one, my favorite tier. Remember, one. every single time we talk about a tier, everything that we've just discussed that came before it is included. You're getting all of that other content along with what is listed in the tier. What's listed in this tier, Chris? This tier is 
what I liked to quickly name the bundle of snarf, but what it really is is a monthly subscription box. Yes. So you know they're like the hottest thing in the world right now. A monthly subscription box of of comic books. comic books or comic related merchandise, not ours. No, we don't we have will, any. But we will carefully curate comic yes. books, um, any merchandise, anything we come across. We're gonna put out for those that level of subscriber. We're gonna put a box together and we're gonna ship it to you. Um, what you're gonna do is you're not gonna get a box every month. You're gonna get a box every two months, By but monthly. it's gonna have two months worth of stuff in it. Okay. So we're gonna awesome. ship them out every other month just to save on the shipping cost. This is only if you live where? In the United States. Of in America. the United States, we're not gonna ship to like Australia. Maybe we'll do Canada. I gotta see what it costs. Canada probably, but like overseas shipping is like, very expensive. So how we're so, gonna manage sorry. this is we're gonna get together once a month, me and Jerry, and we're gonna say, hey. We got to get ready here for our bundle of snarfs. So listen up, though. This could change because if we get a bunch of bundle of snarfs uh, or uh, dukes and duchesses that are subscribing to Patreon, maybe we'll ship them overseas. Yeah, maybe. So what we're going to do is get together once a month and say, hey, what do we like? What are we reading? What are stuff that we really like in the past? Yeah. Hey, we really love Swamp Thing. Let's send out um, the first book of the Swamp Thing Alan Moore series or let's send out. The newest Batman comic because we really enjoyed the Tom, newest Tom King Batman comic. Yeah. So you might get a comic book. You might get a, um, you might get a pop. I don't know. You might right. get anything we think is cool. And you know what else you're gonna get in there? Stickers, a T-shirt, all extra, extra content, uh, extra podcast. Yeah. When you open it up, content's gonna hit you in the face. <laughs> yeah. From Snarf Talk. Yeah. So um, and you still get your T-shirts. Anytime we make a T-shirt, you'll get one of those. So the bundle of Snarf's cool because honestly, we're gonna spend. Right, we're about sp- as much on that as <laughs> as what, what we're getting. Us. So, yeah. um, well, I mean, to be honest, we won't. If you're paying twenty five dollars a month and we're sent, we're buying stuff every month, we're probably gonna let's be real, guys. This is it's business. Yeah, we'll probably spend like ten bucks on a box, right? Or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. But again, you're getting stickers, a T-shirt, extra content. But and it, this is me and Jerry we're talking about. So if we find something really cool, we go like, overboard. Well, that's $30. <laughs> Whatever. We'll go negative. <laughs> we, that's, oh, and it is overboard. Okay. So there can't be any more. There's a, there's a whole other tier, Chris, that you're forgetting about. Okay. It comes after the Duke and Duchess. It's called Lord and Lady of Snarf. All right. That's above a Duke and Duchess. I yeah, don't know if you know that. It is. I carefully researched that. Good. Because a lord and a lady, I mean, come on. Yeah. You call me a lord, I feel pretty privileged. So we're going to get everything we just talked about, including the subscription box. But you're going to get a premium upgraded bundle of snarf. Yeah, so we're just going to put more expensive stuff in it. Right, better stuff, stuff, probably bigger books, maybe graphic novels, something yeah. like that. Probably, Collected yeah, trades. instead of getting a single issue of a comic book, you'll probably get like a Collected. trade paperback. Yeah. Um, yep. Which is a collection of like five or six books. In a, it could be the whole run. Could be the whole run. Yeah, we'll see. Also, there's another thing you would get. Oh, what's that? A premium upgraded subscription or a, a premium upgraded, you know, comic book bundle of snarf. But you'll also get a guest spot on this podcast. Oh, you get to come into our Snarf Talk studio and actually be on the podcast? Yes, you oh, can. That's incredible. You can be on the podcast as a as a guest as much as you want, yeah. as frequently as you want, well, like whenever yeah, we're available. Maybe not as frequently. Every can't single be like, day of our lives. <laughs> you can't be on every episode. <laughs> but we'll have you on, on an episode, and then we'll have you on occasionally as a guest whenever you're around town or it's convenient. Yeah. 
So but yeah, frequently, frequently, yeah, a frequent we, guest. We've had frequent guests prior to yeah, this, like a dude. You could be like a young Nathan. You could be a pagoda. You a could dude be pagoda. You could yeah. be a dude. You could be pagoda too. Yeah, we, it, you could be Alex. He needs a nickname. He's he does. Alex, think of a nickname. All right. Um, plus, there's more guys. Yeah, there's there's more. This is the fifty dollar level member. This is the Lord or Lady of Star. Um, you will be. A podcast sponsor, which means you have opportunity to advertise on the podcast if you have a business mm-hmm. or uh, aware that you're a widget, if you will, that you're selling. Yeah, it would be like a widget. Maybe like an Etsy project. Yeah. You can advertise on the podcast. We will call you out in uh, as a sponsor of the podcast on our website, anywhere. Anywhere we're going to list, we're going to have a section on our podcast that our sponsors yep. will have your logo, if you have a logo, whatever, whatever you want. Um, we'll have signage available on the website. We're if basically we, advertising whatever you yeah, want us to advertise for you. If you if we have a booth, we'll have a banner or yep. something with your logo on it. Um, and there's more, one more. Yeah, included on a special thank you and credits page of any future comic book we publish. Your name is going to be on there. So in any comic book, generally there's like credits, like a movie. Yep. Um, either in the front or the back. Um, but we'll have a whole page, a thank you page, and we'll list out all of our sponsors, and you'll be in every single book, every Everyone. book that comes out. Your name's going to be there. All right. And that's it. No. What? It's not. There's another there, level? There's one more. There's we, another level We to have this one more level. It's the last one, because you would be the king and or queen yeah. of Snarf. Yeah. And that's the $100 a month level. Um, this is like... The ultimate. Yes, it really is. Um, You thought there was nothing higher than the upgraded bundle of snarf. Premium upgraded. Right, premium upgraded bundle of snarf. Well, there is. Super premium platinum bundle of snarf. That's right. You know what that means, guys? We're just going to spend more of that money that you give us buying more awesome stuff Stuff and putting it in that box and sending it to you. That we know you need. Yeah. You don't know you need it yet? I know you need it. You might get... um, uh, Silver Age, rare, graded yeah. comic book. It could be. It could be one month. That would be very expensive. But you'd probably get... Um, you'd get a solid 2.4 Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might get... Um, if, you don't, if you're not into comics, um, you might get... Well, it doesn't matter what you're into. We're going to curate right. this. We're going to curate it for you, and you're going to enjoy it you because might it's get, really awesome. You might get um, a freaking iPod shuffle. I don't know. Could be. Maybe a Zoom. If we find a gadget we like on Amazon <laughs> that we're using in our house, we might put it in there. Yeah. Because this is the premium upgraded. Yeah. We're just going to put ridiculous anything cool, interesting that we find, we're going to throw it in that bundle. You get the satisfaction of being a true patron of uh, the arts. Yeah. This is like the Renaissance period, you know? It is. When all those artists were living in like um, Venice or wherever the artists live. Is that where they lived? Venice. Rome. Venice Beach. Florida, right? That's what it was. Or is it California? Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. Yeah. yeah. When they were, when Michael was painting the Sistine Chapel inside the Capitol building in Washington D.C., um, <laughs> they all had patrons. Was that? Oh, that was the Vatican. Mm-hmm. They all had patrons. So those artists, they didn't have. They had. They were supported by rich people. They were. Yeah, rich people giving them millions of dollars. Adjusted for time. inflation. We're only asking. <laughs> thank, for you. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you did that. I was worried that you weren't adjusting for. This inflation. is only a hundred dollars a month. 
But What's like, what is what do you buy for a hundred dollars a month? I mean that. I don't know. It's nothing. It's really not that much. But you're you're going to get more. Yeah. You will have your face emblazoned and your likeness represented in any future comics we produce. To be clear, that means you will be a character in any comic book that we produce here on out. Yeah. Your face is going to be a yes. comic book character in basically every comic book we produce. Now, I wanted to clear this up a little because there might be some confusion. So, for example, Jetpack Samurai is set in a different universe. Correct. So we got Adachi, our main character. Yes. With his samurai sword. And his jetpack. And his jetpack. And he's fighting um, the villains. Uh-huh. And he's frequenting brothels. He is. In the corner of that brothel is not going to be a character named Pagoda. No. Well, actually, that might. Yeah. <laughs> actually, there might be a character named there Pagoda. Might, there's not going to be a character in that frame who says, hey, that's David Seedentop. Right. You're going to be a different character, but it's going to be your likeness. It's going to look, it's gonna like, look you. like you. Because we're going to be able to hire an artist that can yeah, we're draw gonna, you. We're going to send them your picture. Yes. And look, I mean, we could put you in some interesting situations. It would be. That's really cool. I think that's really cool. Like the back of a Volkswagen. Um, and it, at this level, uh, not only can we hire artists, colorists, and editors, we can also hire producers and editors to help us on the podcast, the YouTube channel, uh, release even more content. We will have the opportunity to advertise and truly grow the channel, the podcast, the comic books, everything we're doing. It will absolutely help us. I mean, with one month, we will be able to pay for a whole, a whole page of the comic book done. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. A lot of people aren't going to go to the $100, no, $50. But I you do have to remember to. at those levels, we're going to spend a bunch of that money buying stuff to give back to yeah, you. Yeah, back to you. So a lot of that money is going to be used. But, um, you know, even the $5 level, the $1 level, the $10 level, they help. And that's a minimal thing. And if you do enjoy the podcast or our videos or our blog or hopefully in the future any comic books, that's nothing. I mean, right. for the extra content you're getting, it really does help. So Yes, absolutely. If you could do anything, we would appreciate it. Uh, if not, you're still going to get Snarf Talk yep. Podcast. Still going to get it absolutely every free. Every single week. And we're just going to look down on you every time we see you. Yeah, if we look at you in the eyes ever, because I don't know <laughs> if I will. <laughs> and I'm surely ain't going to call you a duchess. <laughs> no, or a lord. <laughs> no. Uh, so speaking of that blog, I, I made a blog post. Before you do that. Okay. Um, and th- once again, that was patreon.com slash snarf comics. Check it out. We had a patron sign up today, today. and he- I want to give a special thank you. And if you sign up to be a patron, whether it's the $1 level or the hundred dollar level, matter. we're going to shout you out on the podcast and thank you and praise you. Praise yes. your name. Praise David, David Timmons. Timmons. Thank well, you, buddy. What a nice dude. And not only did he help support our podcast at the, at the $5 level, where he's going to get extra free podcast content. Yeah, he's a vassal. And he sits in a combine all day. Yep. And he's going to, we're helping him. <laughs> we really are. We're doing you a favor <laughs> here. Uh, but not only is he going to get all that content, um, David has, in his past, reciprocated artistic content on us. He has. He has bestowed on us his own artwork. His own artwork. He drew my child. Yeah, and he drew me or a painted. portrait he, he of painted. Boba Fett. 
which yeah. is way cooler than your child. It is, it is, I guess. I mean, if your child was Boba Fett, right? He, he is. Oh, he's a Mandalorian. Mm. I, is he a clone? I didn't want to tell anybody this because Boba Fett's a clone, right? He is. We've cloned him from Dolly the sheep. <laughs> so no, I but, just want to. We want to say a big thank you to um, David. Yeah, and so um, much, bud. hey, you know anybody out there? If you're interested in doing one of these tiers, you're on the fence, um, just do it. I just, yeah. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it, though, because I feel like it gives, um, I feel like you have confidence in us to create the stuff that you want. Like, yeah. you have the confidence to say, like, hey, I like what you're doing. I know you're going to do a good job. Let's get it done. And it also makes it, I mean, okay, we love doing this. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so fun. But um, it makes it more it makes it easier to spend more time doing more of this kind of stuff that we love and right. justify that yes um, it's the justification of it because it can be it's a, it's a lot of work it it is definitely work and it can absolutely be a little bit of a um what am i trying to say like a little bit of a financial burden yeah. at times to put money towards you know a thing that we just want to do yeah. In our in our free time. So to have something come back in to say like, hey, we can offset that cost because people enjoy this. Yeah. That's a win win. Like and even if it's not everything we spend, I still think that's a success because Yeah. And we're not begging for any money by any means, but um, you know, just because if people are curious, we had talked about the cost of the comic book um being twenty five hundred to five thousand dollars an issue. Yep. Um which is a significant investment, yeah, which you yeah. will, we will never get back. You right. know, you don't make money on that. No. Um, the podcast also costs us in the neighborhood. Oh, first of all, we got probably a couple thousand dollars worth of equipment. Yep. Um, and in the neighborhood of a hundred dollars a month, $50 a month to produce. Yeah. It's over 50 a month. It's definitely over 50. It's so. at least 75 a month. I With the say. website and the podcast, it's at least, yeah, that. So, mm-hmm. To continue. So uh, it is what it is. Like I said, this is going to continue. And we're going to do it regardless. Yeah, so. this is going to continue regardless of a patron or not. But uh, boy, it would be nice. <laughs> so. If you do not want to donate to our Patreon, there is one uh, very important thing you can do. If you'd rather spend your money on scratch-off lotto tickets and then support our podcast, there is a way you can support us for free. Did you know that? No. It's by going to youtube.com slash narfcomics watching our videos, liking them, and subscribing. Yes. It's by going to Facebook, subscribing, and leaving a review at Snarf Comics. Um, it's by going to Instagram, slash Snarf Comics, yes. and subscribing, uh, following, I should say, and Twitter, and all of our media, and leaving reviews. And most importantly, which I can't even forget, go to the Apple Podcast app when Apple you're listening podcast. and hit review, leave a review. I'll leave a written review, not just a star review, a written review. That helps us a lot. So... We're not discounting that. That goes a long way to the help. No, us it out. absolutely does. Yep. So uh, the begging hour is over. It is. Yeah, we weren't necessarily begging, but we did want to tell you about it, and I liked reading those things because yeah. I think it, that's really. Funny. It's exciting that uh, it finally got done. Yeah, it is. That's really great. Um, but yeah, I put up a new blog post. We haven't written a blog in a long time, um, and this time I did because of that one single moment. At Wizard World. Yeah. If you um, haven't seen this moment, you can go on our YouTube page. And um, there's a video on there called uh, 
Uh, it's like Yakko's World updated. Rob Paulson sings Yakko's World, something like yes. that. Yes, yes. And it's a short it's video. It's a two-minute video, not even. Yeah, it's short, but... And it was, you know, short in real life. But gosh, I can't forget yeah. that. I can't forget it. It literally, like, kicked me back in time. And it was really strange to have that happen. I don't think I've had a moment in my life that did that. And I've made fun of my parents before and other people of age that talk about things from their childhood. And I kind of rolled my eyes. I'm like, yeah, we know, you know, walked uphill both ways, (laughs) you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah, I know you liked that band or yeah, I know you liked that show. I've never had a moment that threw me back into a situation to where I've made fun of people about, right? but was so real to me. Like, gosh, I, I really do remember coming home after school and watching Animaniacs and hearing those voices. And then, but that being done in front of me and, uh, and just like seeing it, like seeing the character come alive in a person, boy, it blew me away. Would I, you say, um, where does Animaniacs rank on your list of favorite um, after school kids? television programming and you know it probably won't be that high honestly i mean i liked the show animaniacs it's it's not that i was such a diehard fan of the show by any means i liked it it was funny but until that moment really i forgot about it you know it's not batman the animated series right and like if you read the blog i talk about kevin conroy kevin conroy is the voice of bruce wayne and batman in Batman the Animated Series and a bunch of other Batman movies, um, animated movies and whatnot. That moment is what I thought was going to, you know, be the icing on the cake. And it was absolutely amazing. That's something I'll never forget, too. I don't know what it is, but when we went and talked to Rob Paulson, it just blew me away because that it was such a small thing. You know, like it wasn't a huge uh, show that like blew me away when I was a child, but the moment did just because it was something that I just remember forever. Like I'll just remember those voices forever. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. So, it was really fun. It I, Animanix was definitely on the top of my list. We were, before we did this, we didn't have a, a lot of topics. We were trying to figure out a top 10 list. That's what we should have done. Yeah, we should have, but I got a list here. I can, I can just re bring out okay. some yeah. of our childhood. I'd like, I'd like to see that. That what you think. What, what were some of your favorites just without me, uh, without me. Okay. So definitely Batman, um, yeah. gargoyles, animaniacs, um, I had always loved um, like Chippendale Rescue yeah, Rangers. Yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers is one of my favorites. Too. And um, shoot, I can't remember the name of it. Tailspin. Tailspin, yeah. I freaking love Tailspin. But then there was also uh, Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Um, and let me think. What's that one? Uh, there was a, another really weird one. It wasn't on very long. It was on Fox. Freakazoid? Freakazoid. Yes, that's the one. I don't know why I just figured that out. I don't know why either, but I used to watch Freakazoid all the time, and my mom hated it. Yeah. My, and my dad definitely would never have stood for that. But um, um, Yeah, I liked all the ones you mentioned. My Probably one of my number ones would have been um, the Spider-Man series from the 90s. 
See, I never watched. And never the, watched which I'm rewatching now as an adult, and I love it. It's great. Really? Um, X Men: The Animated Series is up there. Oh yeah. Um, both of those for me were probably above Batman, um, but also Batman was up there too. Yeah. Um, definitely Tailspin and um, Ducktales. Yep. Animaniacs. Oh, Ducktales. Yeah. yeah. Animaniacs for sure. Also, Tiny Toons for sure. Love Tiny Toons. And Tunes. Looney Tunes. I and watched Looney Tunes. Tunes like Here are some other ones that we're maybe forgetting about. Oh, Tom and just Jerry. off the top of my head, I mean, obviously, I was a huge, 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 huge in a, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the animated yep. series. And um, both Ghostbusters and Extreme Ghostbusters. Hmm. Those I don't think I watched. All right. That original Ghostbusters one, I think, may have been late 80s, early 90s. But then they rebooted it in the late 90s with Extreme Ghostbusters, and it was like a new team. And the old Ghostbusters were like the... They were older. It was kind of a... Bat, uh, um, what's that Batman show where it's old Bruce Wayne? Batman Beyond. It was kind of that situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the Ghostbusters on the new team was in a wheelchair. One was... a. Uh, there was a couple girls. I don't know. They they diversified a little more, but it was a great show. Um, uh, those were some of my favorites. Here's some other ones you might have forgotten about. Uh, Rugrats. <laughs> yeah, I definitely that forgot was about a great Rugrats. Show. I used to watch that a lot too. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Doug. I did watch Doug. Um, yep. They have Boy Meets World, but that's not really Sabrina Teenage Witch. That was like no. TGIF. Tiny Toons for sure. I never really watched Hey Arnold. That was I one. didn't watch that much either. Um, recess. Oh, that was yeah. a good one. I watched recess. I I see one right here that I forgot about. Um, and it's way off the wall. Street sharks. Oh yeah, I remember that. Do you remember street sharks? Yeah, it kind of is the same vein as one I really liked, uh, biker mice from Mars. See, and I never watched that. Yeah, but street sharks was awesome. I used to have those action figures. I mean, not not to say nothing too about like um, GI Joe was great. Oh yeah, GI Joe was phenomenal. You know, I actually... Those because, were Saturday morning cartoons, but yeah. Yeah, they were. And that's fine. Yeah. We can, we can talk about too. them. Oh, I got... I was privileged enough to get um, satellite TV relatively early in my life. And um, Cartoon Network had a lot of good shows back then. Not the off-the-wall stuff that they've got now. They had a lot of good shows, but they were older cartoons. So I used to watch, like, Thundercats Oh, yeah. Lot. Thundercats and He-Man. Um, he, he, now, I didn't watch much He-Man, but I watched Thundercats all the time. And uh, they also had a lot of Transformers oh, yeah. cartoons. Watched Transformers. Transformers. Yeah. And Beast Wars, remember those? Yeah, Beast Wars was awesome. Um, Chippendale, for sure, was a big one for me. Love that. Had the video game for Nintendo. Great video game. Really? Chippendale, yeah. Rescue I didn't Rangers. have that. Uh, Animaniacs, of course. Um, I didn't have cable when I was a kid, but when we did go to hotels, um, we'd oh, get yeah, like Nickelodeon. And you get like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was a good one. Um, let's see. Bill Nye. Loved Bill Nye mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Um, Goosebumps. It's a good one. Did you ever watch uh, Angry Beavers? No. That was a little after I've been your too time. old for that. Yeah. Darkwing Duck for sure. Um, Goof Troop. I forgot Holy about Goof cow. Troop. Goof yeah. Troop, yeah. I absolutely watched Goof Troop. Um Let's see. Ah, Real Monsters. That was one we'd only see in uh, hotels, but I, I like that. Um, Johnny Bravo. I watched that a little bit. That was on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Johnny Bravo. Gargoyles, for sure. Big one. And I, I just bought the entire run of Gargoyles. Me and Cash were going through it. I need to start watching it again. It's good. I like it. Pinky and the Brain, of course. Um, Spider-Man. Oh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. I love that one. Yeah. The first one. I liked that. 
Um, what about Bobby's World? Did you ever watch Bobby's World? Was that the one with um, uh, the guy from America's Got Talent? Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely watched Bobby's World. So Bobby was and, and the, the Louis animated one. Part. What was the one with Louis Anderson? Life with Louis or something like that. Uh, that was a good one too. Something. Yeah, I like Bobby's World. Yeah, Pepper Ann. Yeah, Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann, Sing Pepper that, yeah. Ann, much too cool for seventh grade. We, say, we Ann, sang that one like day. She's one in a million. That may be on some of the special content for, <laughs> a, uh, for a patron. Um, there's one I loved that was on PBS called Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. I used to watch that. Yeah. Ghost Rider. And they would... Uh, They'd like type in a computer to the oh, Ghost Rider. I loved that show. Yeah, that was really cool. That wasn't a cartoon, but it was a no. show. No. Um, the Mask, the animated series. See, I never watched that either. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Extreme Ghostbusters we talked about. Um, I don't remember the Men in Black series. That's probably after my childhood a little bit. Uh, yeah, Freakazoid. Beekman's World. That was I like watched the, Beekman's That was like World. the knockoff Bill Nye. And he had a big rat. Yeah, he did. That always ate cheese and was like drunk. I think yeah. he was drunk. <laughs> that was a know. weird show, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Beekman's World. That was really good. Yeah, there's so many good cartoons. They don't... You know what one of my favorite ones was? Did you ever get to watch Ren and Stimpy? Um, and Only in hotels because it was on cable. Okay. Yeah. It was on MTV. It was, I think, an M- MTV show. Yeah. I did watch it. Um, I definitely watched it. Yeah. My my brother would watch it all the time, and I didn't I really wasn't care really al- for it to be honest. I, I wasn't really allowed to, and I think that's what the draw was for me is that I wasn't allowed to watch it. So when my parents weren't home, yeah, I'd watch. There it. was that time where they were making um, more adult cartoons like Beavis and Butthead, Grand and Stimpy, yeah. Daria was one of them. A bunch of those on MTV. I think they're making a Daria movie. Really? That's not necessary. I saw a trailer. The only thing that needs to exist about Daria is the cake song. Well, I saw a trailer, nothing, and it was a Daria cake. movie, and it was... Um, uh, Are you thinking it? of Dora? No, it's okay. Daria. It, it was with uh, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, she'd be perfect she, for that character. Yeah, <laughs> she is Daria. Yeah, and she's I, like a real-life Daria. So I saw the, the trailer for it, but I don't know if it was one of those college humor skits. Oh, yeah, it probably was. But they had a full-length trailer for it, so I need to look that up. I, I love Tiny Toons, though, man. That was a good one. Tiny Toons was awesome. So there was this one show on, and it was before school, so I had to wake up super early um, that I loved. And I, I'm curious if you ever even heard of it. Before school? I think it was before school. How um, did you ever watch anything before school? I woke up early because I got super into this show. And it was like really? one that was like a continuing story. And it was a Japanese show. It was anime. Nope, never would have watched it. Was it was called Ronin Warriors. I know that name. Yeah. I know the name, but I, de- I definitely did not watch it. It would have been... Um, I do know that name. 1989? Okay. I don't know when it came to the U.S. Oh, you know what I'm forgetting? What's that? The Tick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to watch The thing. Tick all the time. That was a Fox uh, 32 Yeah, Fox show. 32 as well i didn't watch much batman beyond and i feel bad about it no i didn't either i should go back and watch that was in the 2000s i mean i was in high school 99 it came out i was in high school then i wasn't because chris is much older than me yeah i mean i would still watch that kind of stuff in high school but i just didn't watch that so i think when go like either before or after ghost rider they had where in the world is carmen san diego i love that show there was like two different iterations of that show. 
there was, I don't remember the lady's name. A black lady would sit behind the desk and she'd always be like, where is Carmen Sandiego? Like, <laughs> that was her job. And I think she was like typing a lot. I liked that show. Um, and also Supermarket Sweep. I didn't watch that much. Did you remember it? It's on Amazon now. Yeah, We've been absolutely. watching it with the kids. It's so bad. Didn't that, uh, the one of those guys that did a, like a Global Guts type show? Yeah. Was the host. Um, did you ever watch those? Like Global Gut? We guts didn't have and, Nickelodeon. Oh my gosh. And so then if like, we were in a hotel, we'd get to see Guts and like Legends of the Hidden Legends Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple, man. That show was awesome. Supermarket Sweep. Uh, what was the guy? Double name? Dare. Double Dare. Yeah. Is that, what's Double the one dare? where they went through the nose? Double Dare. Oh, Double Dare. Okay. Yeah, that was Double Dare. Global Guts was with uh, Mike, that one guy. You know, he always wore oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. a penguin's jersey. Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved like those. <laughs> now old, I remember. I loved the, that's okay. a good idea for the podcast. And Positive, he's called it. It was Alex's idea to Mike. do like top 10 game shows because I loved game shows. Yeah. And when we did finally get um, a satellite when we were in uh, high school, that, that was when like the game show network came out. Yes. Oh, I love the game show network. It's so good. Yeah. Did you ever watch Beetlejuice? Yeah, the cartoon, the cartoon for sure. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. I watched every cartoon, man. Every cartoon. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. No. Yeah. Well, I was there on you cable. Go. Okay. Well, so you didn't then. Well, that wasn't really a kids show either. <laughs> yes, it is. No, that was like an Adult Swim show, wasn't it? Not at the time. It came out in '94. Okay. I think it relaunched like when I was in college. I remember that. Let's see. There's more. I didn't realize there was a Super Mario Brothers super show. Oh, my gosh. I, I have it on DVD. That's Dude, how much really? I loved that show. Oh, my god! Because, and I'll tell you why, um, that show was a half an hour, but yeah. it was split in two. And the first half would be Super Mario Super Show, and the second half would be Legends of Zelda. Really? And I was obsessed with Zelda, and I loved Holy the cow. Zelda show. And so I bought them all on DVD. They're like, I'm sure they're bootlegs or whatever. Um but the Super Mario Super Show at the beginning, they had a real life Mario. Yeah. And it's just like big fat Italian guy dressed up like Mario. It's ridiculous. He was a wrestler. He was like a WWF oh wrestler. And he was Mario. And then they, and there was a Luigi too. And they'd have a little skit in like live action yeah. before the cartoon. And then it would go into the cartoon. This list that I was just looking at, it was one to a hundred. It's on ranker.com. And they have Rugrats as their number one pick. Was like, a good show. And that's that's a that's this, this is voted on. Hmm. It's got twelve thousand two hundred and sixty one votes to be number one. It was a good show. I mean, The Simpsons came in at number two. What was Rugrats on? Because I saw that Nickelodeon. Show. I saw that show, but we didn't have cable. I guess I only saw it at hotels. Yeah, must have because we Rugrats was a Nickelodeon show, but. We, I did. We did go to hotels quite a bit. I think you're lying. No, we didn't. You're just straight up lying to the, our audience. We didn't get satellite till I was in high school. I remember. Really? Well, but, maybe you went back and watched them. No, I think <laughs> I wouldn't put a pass. There you. was a period of time when I was a kid where we were in hotels a lot because my dad was a speaker. So we'd yeah. go across. We'd always go to like speaking things, and me and yeah. my sister would go with them. And we'd sit in the hotel and watch Nickelodeon, basically. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Inspector Gadget. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I forgot about that. I watched that all the time, too. Yep. I was not a big Garfield guy. Oh, I was. 
Loved don't. Garfield, especially when they went to the farm. Yeah. Do you remember the farm part? No. Like the second half of the cartoon, they went. They had like a farm, and Garfield wasn't even in it. And um, really? I bought that whole series on DVD too. I got the whole Garfield series. I got Tailspin. I got when I had started having kids, I bought all the series. Tailspin, I I need to get. I need to get Tailspin because I watched that all the time. I had the plane. It was. I had a an actual plane. I didn't even know they made them. They did. I had it. The thing, it's the so cool awesome. thing about Tailspin is it was like um, it wasn't like kid like. Like the storylines no. were very like heavy sometimes. They would get very heavy and emotional, um, but they they it was still kid kid ish. Baloo was the pilot. Yeah. Like, how did Baloo become a pilot? And then the one, the mechanic is from Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Oh, yeah. Um, which I think Baloo was, too. Gidget? Gadget? Gidget? Gidget. Yeah, something maybe. Something like that. Gadget. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was awesome. And then... Uh, uh, what was the lady who Pepper owned... Jack or... Uh, the lady that owned the business? I don't like remember. she bought the business because it was like going under. Yeah, I don't remember, but I remember like the Pepper Jack, or it was like Monterey Jack. Monterey Jack was in it too. Was that the bad guy? No, he was like a friend of Blues. I remember that. I don't remember. He's that. another mouse. I think he's a. Mouse. Did you ever watch um, Clerks, the animated series? I did not. Know. Oh, I definitely did. That was awesome. Did so, you do much Muppet Babies? Definitely. Did you really? Yeah, the, I was not. The a fan. new one sucks. I was not. They a have fan a new Muppet, Muppet Babies out now that my kids have been watching, and it's terrible. But you know what was awesome is the new um, Ducktales. It's really good. Is it really? Yeah. I watched. I, would watch I watched that. a lot of Woody Woodpecker and a lot of Looney Tunes for sure. I did watch a lot of Woody Woodpecker too. And there's a movie out, uh, a, a Woody Woodpecker movie that's yeah. out right now, and it's on Netflix. It's been on Netflix for a long time, and it always pops up. It is the worst abomination of a TV movie show that I've ever seen in my entire life. The boys love it. It's it's literally banned in my household. <laughs> I refuse to let them watch it because the acting and the and Woody like Woody Woodpecker in the cartoon was fine. And maybe it's because I was a kid at the time and I enjoyed it. But he is the most annoying freaking bird I've ever seen in my life. It's just not fun to watch. It wasn't fun to see. I was excited for it the first time I saw it. I was like, hell yeah. We're going to watch us some Woody Woodpecker because this is my favorite show. No, it's awful. I don't can, know why I got super hillbilly. But. Can you do... Um, <laughs> yeah, do it for real. No, I can't. <laughs> no, that was terrible. Yeah, that was bad. Not to drag on this segment, but I'm just having a lot of fun with it because I found a bunch of other ones I watched. Because I did re like when we were younger, especially when I was really young. Mm-hmm. Like they reran a lot of stuff like Woody Woodpecker, or Looney Tunes. Um, but there was all those Hanna Barbera shows. Oh yeah, tons of Hanna Barbera. Well, first of all, I watched an obscene amount of Tom and Jerry, like all, all of the it. time. Yep, um, it's one of my favorites. But here's some other all ones. All time. Here's some other shows. And this is just nostalgic hour. I understand that we're just listing off shows, but The Pink Panther. Oh, yeah. Big time. Heathcliff. Heathcliff. He was the generic Garfield. Sing it. I can't. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, you're the one. I don't remember the rest Keep of it. Keep going. Dun, 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 everyone. Heathcliff, Heathcliff. That yeah. was good. 
Heathcliff. Um, Huckleberry Hound. And the Cadillac Cats. Huckleberry Hound. Yeah. Yeah, I watched Huckleberry Hound. One of my favorites that nobody seems to remember is called Wacky Races. Wacky Races. Absolutely. Yes. The bad guy from uh, the Smurfs was always was that one who, of them. Yeah, because he, he always um, had the... Gargamel. Yeah. Yeah, he had the cat that was... <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was it a cat or a dog? I, I don't remember, but that was a good one. Yeah. Gargamel was always one of the main ones. Wacky Races was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me so happy. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, did you ever watch Duckman? I didn't. I know it. What about... Um, I must have seen it in reruns, I guess. The Snorks. Oh, yeah. And the Smurfs. Well, of Smurfs course. Smurfs were like the ripoff. Like they the were. underwater Smurfs. Yeah. Who came up with that? I want to be the guy who comes into the meeting is just, you got any ideas for me today? He's like, well, you know, like the Smurfs is really popular. Let's call them Snorks. Uh, what if the Smurfs were underwater? Oh, <laughs> oh interesting. Like a, with a snorkel? Yeah. The like, Snorks. Yeah, but more of a snork than a snorkel. Oh, my God. That, that'd be... <laughs> That's a comic we would write. Go. <laughs> oh, man. No, there's so many. Uh, did you watch Superman a lot, the animated series? I didn't. I no. feel like I didn't either. I watched Batman, but I never watched Superman that much. I did a little bit. I did watch some of like, the Justice. There was a Justice League cartoon, I think. I feel See, like. I didn't watch that much either. I, I watched The Tick a lot, though. I did watch that. Um, Goof Troop. Uh, I watched Speed Racer and Johnny Quest. I didn't watch really either of those. I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, Justice League Unlimited. Oh, that, see, that's 2001 to 2006. I, I didn't watch that. Um, a lot of Rainbow Bright. Which one was that? Yeah, I think I watched that. I don't know. She. Uh, I don't remember. I just remember the name. I didn't yeah. watch it. Watch a lot of Rocky and Bullwinkle. A lot of Flintstones. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Lot Heck of, yeah. A lot of Flintstones. Constant Flintstones going on. Oh, did, man. Did there's... you ever watch the Flintstones uh, movie? We've talked about it before, yes. I think, with John Goodman. Yes. That's a good movie. It was good. And then there was uh, the Flintstones. Back in. Back to Bedrock or something. Back or... in Stone or something. I don't know. Yeah. Broken Bedrock. I don't remember that being good. Oh, that was oh, a Mighty Mouse. Yeah, Mighty Mouse. I watched the crap out of Mighty Mouse. I had VHSs of Mighty Mouse. Really? I had a costume of Mighty Mouse. I was Mighty Mouse for a long time. Yeah. And yeah, that needs to be on my list I, for sure. I, I I always remember Tom and Jerry. Like I loved the Tom and Jerry's episodes when Tom and Jerry would get along. Oh yeah. For like some other threat. Like yeah. they team up. Yes. I don't know why. I Against like the that. big dog or yeah. a different cat. Uh, it was usually against a different like alley cat. Those alley cats. Like they were Heathcliff. the worst. Yeah. Heathcliff was the worst. That was a good show, Heathcliff. So anyway. One of my favorite, real quick, one of my favorite Tom and Jerry's, and it'll always be one of my favorite episodes of a cartoon ever. My brother's obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it. We've watched it so many times. Um, is when Jerry's cousin i believe it's jerry's cousin comes by and he's a hillbilly i tell you, i remember that and he plays the guitar <laughs> and uh i can't remember the song exactly because he says like nonsense words part of it says crambo i think it says that's why i started calling graham grambo 
is because it was part of that song. But I think he says Crambo. But uh, he's just playing the song constantly, and Tom's trying to eat him, and he breaks a guitar string, and he, and he stops, and he says, oh, broke my guitar string. And he reaches up and pulls off one of Tom's whiskers. Oh, I remember and that, uses yeah. uses it to restring his guitar. But he plays the same song, and it's one of the funniest things <laughs> ever. I don't know why I think it's so funny. It's one of the best cartoon um, episodes you'll ever see. Yeah. And they're so short. They're like 10 minutes, I think, seven or 10 minutes. I don't remember because there was like other things interlaced in there. Yeah. Like you just, they would just keep playing different yeah. shorts. Basically. But were there other characters like, you know, on like Looney Tunes, they'd go for like, you'd have an Elmer Fudd and then you'd have, uh, uh, was Foghorn Langhorn in Looney Tunes? I yeah. think the yeah. only, I, I don't think there was, yeah, Foghorn Langhorn was Looney Tunes, but I don't think there was with Tom and Jerry unless, uh, no, because Tweety Bird was uh, well, that was that was Looney, Looney Tunes, Tunes Sylvester with and Sylvester. Tweety. Was Tweety a boy or a girl? Um, I've always thought a boy. Tweety was a girl. You're just saying that because I said boy first. No, I'm. I just always thought it was a girl. Hmm. There's a big discussion there. My sister and I have had a argument about that because she's always thought Tweety was really because she used to have like a like posters or stickers or stuff of Tweety Bird. It's like, you know, that's a boy, right? And she says, no, it's not. But I think it is. Yeah. Tweety Bird. Yeah. I remember that like was a thing for a while. Yeah. It's awesome. He's awesome. Gumby. Did you ever watch Gumby? Oh, yeah. The Gumby show. That's fun. I remember like those types of cartoons from when I was really little. Like that's when I was watching when I was like four. See, and you were probably watching the real show because you're so incredibly wretchedly old. I don't know. Gumby's got to be pretty old. Disgustingly old. I was watching it all in syndication on Cartoon Network and different shows on my awesome satellite dish. Gumby ran... uh, There was a movie, Gumby. I forgot about that. I'm pretty sure they they would play it on Channel 11. Gumby was on Howdy Doody from 55 to 56, so I was not that old. Oh, you're not? No. Shoot. Drastically overestimated. But they, re- they replayed it all the time. You have so. not aged well. Oh, uh, there was a revival from 1982 to 1989, so I probably was watching oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah, see, told you. Why haven't they rebooted Gumby? I don't know. They should. Like, look at all those things we just mentioned that are rife for reboot. They ripe, should do ripe, a live action ripe. Gumby. They did. No, they did. Wasn't that the Gumby movie? I didn't know there was one. Yeah, the Gumby movie. Oh, they did have a Gumby movie. Yeah, I just said it like 10 seconds ago. I don't listen to you. Never do. (laughs) The Gumby movie, uh, 1995. It was stop motion animation, not live action. It was a box office bomb earning only $57,000 at the box office. That's more than uh, The Fanatic, produced Uh, by Fred Durst and starring John Travolta. Oh, that's fun. We should do a top 10 list for favorite um, yeah. after school or Saturday morning cartoons. Hey, everybody that's listening right now, tell us what your favorite ones are. And Please. Set, get, send us your top 10 list, and then we'll do one like on an upcoming show. And we'll read it, and then we'll criticize you. And or we'll, I'll get criticized terribly for the choices I make. Same goes for um, uh, game shows, because we'll do that too. Yeah, game we'll shows. We'll have Alex on. Alex wanted to do game shows. Yeah, let's write that down. Game Game shows. Okay. Mm-hmm. I underlined it so I know it's important. We had um, 
there was some a little bit of news. Nothing nothing heavy, but um, Joker. We've talked a little bit about Joker. We did. It's getting all the praise in the world. It really it's is. It's supposed to be a life-changing event, apparently. I'm telling you, I'm getting so excited about this. Dude. Has become the first comic book movie to it, win it, a top prize at a major film festival The Golden ever. Lion at the Venice Venice Film Festival. Why are they always in different countries? I guess they're not all. It's in Venice. The, Venice Beach? No. Like Venice, Italy? I know. That's why I said that's a different country, Jerry. We oh, act, I in fact, you the United like, States does not own Italy. <laughs> no, I thought you meant like it. The Venice Film Festival was in a different country every year. Oh right, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought mm-hmm. you meant. Mm-hmm. I was like, we no. will. We don't. We have not owned Italy ever. We we might own Greenland soon, but we're we, not. yeah, we might. That's a hot button. Um, Joker also box office projections, which honestly usually are pretty close. Are they? I feel like they're pretty close usually. It's projected to be among the highest R-rated movies of all time. I don't think that's true. What do you think would beat it? Well, oh, R-rated of all R-rated of all time. All our time. Uh, all our time. All isn't time isn't R-rated Deadpool movies. the highest right now? Highest grossing R-rated movies, right? I think Deadpool's way up there. Probably. Did it hit a billion? Oh my God! It's just sad that the number one. Is, guess what it is? It's a horror movie. It? No. Um, it is a Saw? horror movie from our childhood. Saw? High school age. Nope. Uh, oh, wait. I number know, one is It. I know what you did last summer. No, it's uh, on this one. Scream? If I could get back to the stupid page. No, it was um, uh, Blair Witch Project. Really? Yeah. That's sad. That's oh, actually, dumb. that's number four. Sorry. Number one, It. Number two, Exorcist. Number three, Get Out. Number four, Blair Witch Project. Number five, The Conjuring. Number six, The Nun. That just came out. Number seven, Paranormal Activity. That's a bullcrap list. Number eight is Interview with a Vampire. That's a bullcrap list. That cannot be right because that says total box office $105 million and, and Deadpool was like a billion dollars. Yeah, you need to get a different list. This is You need to learn how to search. Chris it's Forbes, man. Somebody get Steve Forbes, Forbes on the line. Give me a break. Mr. Forbes. Does Steve Forbes own Forbes magazine? Steve Jobs does. Oh. Yeah. I thought, okay. No, Forbes is just a well, let's, handyman. Let's take a gander at box office mojo, which is more legit. That's probably got the Here's joke. the number one, and this one you should know. Mel Gibson. In The Patriot. Set in 0 or 35 A.D. In 35 A.D.? Yeah. Um, the Passion of the Christ. That's a rated R movie? Yep, that was rated R. And that's number one? According to Box Office Mojo, domestic gross. Domestic only. Okay. Number so two is Deadpool. Number three is American Sniper. It just goes on from there. Wow. Did the Matrix Reloaded was rated R? Huh. In the top ten is Logan, Beverly Hills Cop, The Hangover, The Matrix Reloaded, American Sniper, It. Bunch of them. Okay. Yeah. That's just uh, domestic, though. So what, if you what took, is the, If you took international, Deadpool would blow it out of the water. What was uh, what was number one, then? How much did Passion of the Christ make? $370 million domestic. domestic. $370 million domestic. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it could beat that. The um, way comic book movies are going right now and the way Joker's trending and... Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker is a crazy portrayal. Like, I right. think it could easily beat that just because of the hype. 
It could. Don't yeah. you? Um, I mean, three hundred seventy million is a lot of money. I think there's a lot of people that will wait on it. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited for it, though. I'm super. excited. I'm not waiting for it. And no, we're gonna do a Snarf Talk road trip. Yeah, either one. you're coming with, or I'm gonna forget you. Dude says he's going and going without you. But you know, dude also just got home from his like two month hiatus where he's just been screwing around. Yeah, he's been jacking he's been around. on walkabout. Yeah, out in Iowa. Yeah, walking about Iowa. Ooh, we all love walking about Iowa. Yeah, he literally went on a two months month sabbatical to find himself that's what he said <laughs> whatever that means yeah how can you find the dude you know like <laughs> to just channel there. his inner dudeness that's what he and he doing. just got back like i wonder to... how much more dude he is now i don't know you think he's more dudish not dude enough to come to the show tonight right that's where i'm gonna say like i don't think he's dude enough anymore <laughs> did he lose some of the dude he could have it's a possibility so instead of finding himself he lost himself <laughs> yeah that's in right. a cornfield. In an Iowan cornfield. The rolling hills of Iowa. Sorry. Yeah, he didn't show up. No. We invited him and he didn't show up. So. Yeah. I hope you're listening to this, dude. I hope you feel bad. He's not. Well, not right now, no. But he will be next week. So we're going to do um, top cartoons, top um, game shows. If you guys get any, any other ideas, send them our way. Yeah. So. I, we need them because we forget things all the time. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say something. If oh, you guys, did you forget? If you guys can't tell, we didn't really have any <laughs> planned discussion points No. for this one. I did uh, I did throw together a list that was um, some un, like, unethical ways to treat a cat. Oh, no. That's a good one, though. Okay. I thought that's what you threw together. Some like uh, unsung comic booky movies from the '90s that are forgotten. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'd like to hear them. Um, the Rocketeer. Ooh, that is a good one. It's a good movie. That is a good movie. Um, I like that. And it. Who was in that? Was um, what's that guy's? Whoever name? it is, it should have been Brendan Fraser. Yeah, it probably should. <laughs> it probably should have been. Just I mean, being everything. When it comes to the '90s, it should have been. Um. Here's another one for you. Dark Man. You remember Dark Man? I don't. I love that movie. It so must good. not be that good. Oh, it's really good. If I don't remember it, do you remember the most mo- people probably Do you remember the movie Blank Man? I do remember Love Blank that movie. Man. I had yes. that one on DVD. I do remember Or VHS oh. actually. Let's see. Where's the cast? Oh my gosh, Jerry. So okay, Cliff as Bill Campbell. Is that the main guy? I don't remember. Cliff would be Billy Campbell. I think I've said this on the podcast before. Jennifer but Connelly's in it. The first time I saw The Rocketeer, it was at Dude's house. It was? In 1991. I went there for a sleepover. We went to the Mazan Market, and here, his mom let us pick out a VHS tape, and we got The Rocketeer. Really? Yeah. Well, it came out, like, that year. Yeah, 1991. That's what I said. June 21st, 1991. Billy Campbell. What's really? he been up to lately? Nothing. Zero. He's done nothing since The Rocketeer? Zilch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's on a couple shows. He's done nothing. Never heard of him, but... Um, Dracula, enough. The Crow. Remember The Crow? Yes. That's I love The one. Crow. It's one of my favorite Brandon, movies Brandon ever. Lee? Yeah. You can't rain all the time. <laughs> Eric? Like, that's what happens <laughs> in that scene. 
And yeah, it's so great. And when he holds his hand up, he shoots through his hand and then he starts laughing at him. Yeah. While it heals back up. I freaking love the crow. My brother dressed up as the crow uh, for Halloween one year. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, as a child, I should not have been watching these movies. So the soundtrack for the crow was a big deal, right? Yeah, it was at the time. Because yeah. who was it? It was all, um, it was like Nine Inch Nails, right? Oh, Stone Temple Pilots, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Like that kind of music, which was big at the time. But um, it, it's also a big deal because that's how Brandon Lee died. He In, died during the filming of the Was the it the movie. sequel? It's like, no, the very last scene of the movie that they filmed, he died in because, and it, was, it wasn't the last actual scene in the movie, but it was the last one they filmed. And uh, it was the scene where he stands up on top of the boardroom table and everybody's like shooting him with guns. So how does that happen? Something happened where uh, a blank had a projectile in it. Like the blanks had live rounds in there somewhere and he got shot by a couple live rounds and it ended up killing him. So I had the Crow soundtrack because everybody did at the time. It was huge. Listen to this soundtrack, right? I'm not going to name the songs, but... The Cure, yeah. Stone Temple Pilots, Nine Inch Nails, Rage Against the Machine, Violent Femmes. I mean, wow. come on. The Crow, dude. I love that movie so much. I went back and watched it uh, recently. Who was in the sequel? Because they recast. Was it Edward? What is it? Edward Furlong or whatever? I don't know about that. There was like three or yeah. four movies, and then they had a TV show. They had a TV show? Yeah. There was a, a like a series show. Hmm. Uh, City of Angels, but uh, was the sequel. Yes, City of Angels. Oh, there's been so many. There's tons. Uh, Salvation, Wicked Prayer. Um, yeah. Oh my God, that movie is not The Crow, but I loved it. It was called Dark City. It's great, man. I don't remember that. Um. Anyway. Yeah. I'm, oh, there's one. <laughs> um. There's one scene where one of the bad guys goes back like to report uh, like they were trying to do some sort of hoodlum acts. I don't know. They were stealing something. But one of the main bad guys comes back to report and they're like, uh, they're like, where's Tintin? And, and the guy says, Tintin has done perished. <laughs> I don't always, remember the I've always thought that line premise of so the movie. Funny. What was the premise of the movie? So um a couple bad people on halloween basically or it was like devil's night they called it in the city would go around and just cause a ruckus and burn buildings down and do bad things and they broke into eric draven's house apartment really remember this i love this show and they broke into eric draven's house he had just proposed and got engaged to his girlfriend they rape and murder his girlfriend and then they push him out of a window and he dies after the funeral, a raven comes and lands on his... A raven or a crow? Oh, yeah. It'd be a crow. Duh. Actually, but a ra- But if you read about a raven, a raven is like... Is a raven a crow? No. They're two separate birds. But um, a raven is thought to bring back the dead. Right. So that is weird. That, that's why I But said a that. crow is a representative, like from the stand, the Stephen King book. Yeah. The crow is like... It's not the devil... It's something. Yeah, it's something, something like in that. that book. The afterlife. It's something with the afterlife. Well, like the bringing whole, back the whole book is an allegory for like the afterlife. Yeah. Anyway, but, so the crow comes back. Just trying to figure out the crow shit. Well, Jerry. I'm telling you, I want to tell you what the premise of the movie is. And he like taps on, like 
who's just tapping on his tombstone. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And it like brings him back to life. Once he comes back from the dead, he's basically invincible. But if you kill the crow, you kill him. Oh, does the crow hang around him the whole yes, time? Yes, the crow is always with him flying around. And then they, the bad people start to figure it out. But he comes back. How would they figure that out? Because there's, um, there's like this witch lady that works oh, for the bad guy. Okay. And she ends up figuring it out because the crow is always around. And she's a witch lady. Witch ladies know that stuff. Yeah, they do. But he just comes back for like vengeance, basically. He just wants to kill the guys that killed him and killed uh, his fiance. Okay. He was a musician. He was so cool. And then there was this young punk girl that rode a skateboard around. And she's always the one, like this guy shows up, you know, he's got makeup on and whatnot. He's standing in the rain and she hears him say, it can't rain all the time. And then she turns around, Eric? Because she was looking for him. Hmm. Do you want to know how he, uh, Brandon Lee was shot? Yeah. In the scene in which Lee was accidentally shot, Lee's character walks into his apartment and discovers his fiance had being beaten and raped by thugs. Actor Alex Massey's character fires a 44 Magnum Smith Smith and Wesson model 629. I have a, um, uh, 357 Magnum Smith Wesson model two fifty or five. Something. You made that up, but go ahead. I have one. Revolver at Lee as he walks into the room. A previous scene using the same gun had called for inert dummy cartridges fitted with bullets, but no powder or primer. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, that seems really bad. Uh, To be loaded in the revolver. Oh, because you can see the bullets. You can see the bullet, yep. Yeah. For close-ups, scenes that utilize a revolver where bullets are clearly visible from the front and do not require the gun to actually be fired, dummy cartridges provide more realistic appearance than blank rounds, of course, which have no bullet. Mm-hmm. Instead of purchasing commercial dummy cartridges, the film prop crew, ha- hampered by time constraints, created their own by pulling the bullets from live rounds, dumping the powder charge, and reinserting the bullets. However, they unknowingly left the live percussion primer in place in the rear of the cartridge. At some point during the filming, the revolver was apparently discharged with one of these improperly deactivated cartridges mm-hmm. in the chamber, setting off the primer with enough force so there's no powder in there. No, just the primer. To drive the bullet but part way so close to each other that... into the barrel where it became stuck. Oh. A condition known as squib load. The prop crew either failed to notice or failed to recognize the significance of the issue. In the fatal scene, which called for the revolver to be actually fired. Oh, they shot a dummy. The dummy cartridge was exchanged for blank rounds. And they shot the blank with the powder and it shot the bullet out. Which featured a live powder charge and primer, but no bullet, thus allowing the gun to be fired without the risk of an actual projectile. And, uh, man, that production company had sent the firearm specialist home early, who is responsible for the guns given to the prop assistant. And who's not aware of the rule of checking all firearms before and after handling. Therefore, the barrel was not checked when it came time to load the blank rounds, which it usually would be. Since the bullet from the dummy round was already trapped in the barrel, it caused the 44 Magnum bullet to be fired out of the barrel with virtually the same force as a live round. It struck him in the abdomen and mortally wounded him. Six-hour surgery, unsuccessful. Wow. 44 Magnum is not something to screw around with. Um, No, not in the slightest. That would be terrible. (sighs) That's crazy. But they continued the film. Wow. They did. And I'm not sure what scenes in the movie aren't Brandon Lee. I don't know either. Because they must have got the majority of that film done. 
No, it says that. After Lee's death, they were produced, uh, producers were faced with the decision whether or not to continue. Lee had completed most of his scenes for the film and was actually scheduled to shoot for only three more days. The rest of the cast and crew, except for Ernie Hudson, whose brother-in-law had just died, stayed in Wilmington. Paramount, which was initially... Wilmington, Illinois, they filmed it? Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh. Um, the Crow theatrically, or originally was a direct-to-video feature. It was? Apparently... Gosh, it blew it, up. Though. It probably blew up because of that, though. Maybe. I feel like, is that where Sting, Sting the Wrestler came from? I always get Sting the Wrestler confused with Sting the Singer, so I don't know. No, Sting the Wrestler looks just I like I didn't know that. I honestly thought Sting the Singer wrestled. I didn't watch wrestling. <laughs> Gosh, I hate you. <laughs> that is so ridiculous. No, I thought that. You I did. didn't I think I, that. I did. You think he got in line in the in the I ring? I always thought it was, was like, odd. Roxanne, you don't want to put out your red light. <laughs> Roxanne, you don't have to. Is it put out? Put on your red light. Put on your red light, Roxanne. What he's saying is like, don't light. stop me from coming at you. You know, like sexually. Oh, because that it's you weird. said that in a way that could be misconstrued. Well, don't stop me. Oh, never mind. That's what he, that's what she's saying. You don't need to put on your red light, Roxanne. Roxanne. You know, let me get after it. Eighty-one percent around tomatoes. That's enough crow talk. But yeah, that was a good show. Um, another movie. Um, from the <laughs> and this has been crow talk. <laughs> another one was uh, Mystery Men. I do remember Mystery Men, but I don't know if I've even seen it. Really? To be honest, yeah. Hank Azaria, um, William H Macy, and wow. Janine Garofalo, Garofalo and um, what's the guy's name? The main guy. I don't know. Oh, come on. Uh, ben Stiller. It was a huge cast. It was a good movie. That is huge. Yeah, so Ben Stiller was like a, he was like a Wolverine type character. He was? He'd get like really angry. <laughs> okay. That was basically his, the premise of Mystery Men was they were a group of crime fighters, but they had like really stupid powers. Yeah. Or like no powers. Okay. Um, and yeah, Ben Stiller's character, he would just get like really angry. That was basically, it. And be like, and just get enraged. Just be like, and then like, like getting like berserker mode, but he didn't have super strength or anything. Oh, he didn't? No, he would just get enraged <laughs> and get in like a berserker mode. Okay. All right. Hank Azaria's character was like, uh, he wore like a turban and a cape and his power was that he threw forks really accurately. Okay. Um, William H. Macy, I believe, was a, I remember jan- this. He was a janitor, and he had like a mop. He would hit people with a mop, something like that, or okay. like a hammer, or he was a handyman, something like that. All right. So he would use like tools So he would just hit you fight. With, yeah. I mean, literally anyone can hit someone with a hammer, and it would do a lot of damage. And the only one that had any real power <laughs> was Janine Garofalo's character, and she had a bowling ball that was inhabited by the dead spirit of her father. Wow. And it may or may not have had his skull inside of it. I can't remember. But she would throw it like a bowling ball and it would, it could like swerve around and like and hit, hit people. people. Yeah. I love that movie. Okay. That was a good one. It's good? Yeah. It's really good. Well, I shouldn't say really good, but. Right. I don't think you should call it good. Uh, Mystery Men. Yeah. I like that one. That's interesting. Everybody I'm trying to should... look it up. Everybody should watch Mystery Men, and we'll do a review of it. For the, if it's on Netflix or Amazon, don't buy it, guys. 
Don't rent it. It's got a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. What's it got on uh, Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. Nobody takes that site seriously. Really? I thought that was like the main one. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Mystery Men. I like it. 6.1 out of 10. 59,000 reviews. I don't think that's 6.1. very good. No, it's not. It's not very good. I hate computers sometimes. Anyway, um, yeah, wow. William H Macy. William H Macy was the shoveler. The shovel. That's right. He had a shovel. And then Hank Azaria was Blue Raja. Yeah, the Blue Raja. Uh, there was G- other Jean ones Graffo too that were like bowler. not main. Oh yeah, Pee Wee Herman was in it. Uh, yeah, Spleen. Spleen, and he just was like gross. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. He is kind of gross. He but he talked with like a lisp, and he <laughs> basically had like pimples and stuff and i can't remember i think he just smelled or he farted on there people. was invisible boy oh yeah ben stiller was furious but invisible boy could never get invisible he would like get naked but and he think that he was invisible <laughs> no way yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got a 60 percent on rotten tomatoes i mean that's a 6.1 right yeah it's based on the dark horse comic mystery men seven lame that. superhero wannabes um, are called upon to use their dubious powers to save the bustling metropolis of Champion City's beloved real superhero, Captain Amazing, is kidnapped. Yeah. Casanova Frankenstein. That's right. That was the bad guy. Oh, man. It's good. It's funny. Everybody should watch it, and we'll do a snarf talk. Uh, if All right. It, if I'm going to have to check it out. Oh, yeah. Greg Kinnear is in it. He's Captain Amazing. Jeffrey Rush is the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, you can't be yawning on. I know, I'm getting tired. I guess it's time to wrap this up. There was no more? No, that was it. That, that was, was there was a bunch of the there, 90s? Were, there was a bunch more. Jeez. Alternative. There were alternative. Well, Unbreakable was on the list, but. Well, easily the best one on, is The Crow. It came and out in 2000, so. You should know that I'm going to say The Crow. Uh, Captain America was on there, like the early 90s one. You remember that? Uh, I mean, I, I remember kind of it. I didn't watch it ever. Oh, really? No. I have it. Yeah, I have it. It's, it looks... Uh, I've seen clips from it, and it just looks absolutely I mean, ridiculous. Blade came out in the 90s, but they were yeah. talking about alternative. Yeah, and something that... And you said forgotten. Well, I also said Darkman, which is amazing. You could probably put um, uh, Spawn on that list. Spawn. I would. I would put Spawn on that list. You know, there's list. more. I liked Spawn there's a more. lot. There's more we can go on this list, so... Okay. I like Spawn We can talk so about um, Spawn. We can talk about um, The Mask came out in the 90s. That was based on a comic book. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. It's actually a really good comic book, too. But the comic book is super R-rated. It is? Yeah. But then when the Jim Carrey... Like Car- Deadpool-ish? Yeah. But like super violent. But then the movie came out. And they, they're still running the, the Mask. And they did crossovers like The Mask and Batman crossed over and a lot of things. Darkman is a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. I'm telling you, you need to watch Darkman. 1990. Wait, I take back Mr. Okay, this is what we're going to do. There's it's got a 6.4. We're going to start a new segment. Okay, okay. ready? All right, all right. It's yeah. called Snarf Talk Homework. Okay. All right, we're going to do, we want every listener to watch two movies. Liam Neeson is Darkman. Yes. Oh my gosh. We're all going to watch Darkman this week. Okay. And we're going to... I'm gone. Oh, I, and they don't have TVs where you're going? Uh, where do. are you going? I'm bringing my computer, too. So where, where are you going? Uh, Huntsville, Alabama. 
Oh, yeah. They don't have TVs there, right? I don't think they do. They do have a NASA museum. Rocket Space Museum. You're going to check that out? I am. I have been through Huntsville, Alabama once, and they have a rest stop off the highway that has an entire rocket yeah. from like the 1960s. I think it's a, a Saturn. Saturn rocket. I think it is, actually. Saturn V. Actually, really cool. And you can walk up to it and stuff. Yeah. Um, but Snarf Talk homework is, and you got uh, a couple weeks to do this because Jerry's going to be out of town. Watch the movie Dark Man. We're going to review it on the show, next show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about it and send us your comments on Dark Man. Next show would be number 42. Yeah. So that's your homework. Okay. Now, more 90s comic book based movies that weren't as popular as Batman Returns. Um, the Phantom. Never watched it. Starring who? I don't know. Billy Zane. Oh, geez. I know that because it was on his poster. Yes. Like when we were at Wizard World. I loved that movie. You did? Yes. Why? The, I don't uh, even remember it. Dude, the tagline the tagline for Phantom is Slam Evil. Slam Evil? That's yes. it? Like Slam Evil. Um, Wait, this came out in 96? 96, yeah. That was, a, that was a pretty... Okay, I remember. He's got that goofy head suit on. Yeah, he's got a purple suit and a ring. Yep. But the Phantom's an old comic man from like the 40s. And he's it got a guns. Comic, Phantom was a comic strip, I believe, like Dick Tracy. Okay. Um, okay. I like Dick Tracy. More 90s, great. The Shadow. I didn't watch that Alec either. Baldwin. You never he, saw The Shadow? No. Oh, my God. He had a prosthetic nose. It's so ridiculous. What? The shadow, he had like a cape, right? Yeah. And it could like make him invisible. Okay. And he would like put the cape over his face and he had this big prosthetic nose and it looked ridiculous. And there's I, a, there's actually pretty good effects in the shadow. All these are going to be a Starfuck homework in the future because the shadow's great. Um, okay. I know that. I know that. You had to have seen that book. at the Mazam Market, I'm sure. I'm sure. On VHS. Um, Why did he have a big prosthetic nose? I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't know. I really don't remember. Weird. But only when he was the shadow would he have the fake prosthetic nose. Oh, so it was like to hide his face. But he also had like a bandana over himself. No, that was his cape. He would hold no, his cape got, in like, front of his face. Um, and like picture, a, it's got a red bandana over his okay, face. Okay, fine. Jesus. Just saying. Uh, Meteor Man. I saw Meteor Man. Eddie Murphy. That's with Eddie Murphy. Yep. Don't remember that movie, though. Um, Blank Man, one we talked about, I loved. Had that on VHS. Yeah. Damon Wayans. I love Damon Wayans. He's hilarious. And also, um, a lot of like really big stand-up comics talk about Damon Wayans as being like one, one of the of premier the stand-up comics of yeah. the time. And he doesn't do it anymore. He just quit. Mm-hmm. He did. How about Steel? Steel with Shaq. Steel O'Neill. Yeah. Based on the DC comic. I never saw it. Uh, how about Judge Dredd? Oh, yeah. Sylvester I did Stallone. watch Judge Dredd. That was a good one. Steve, uh, Shaq was also uh, Kazam. Kazam, yeah. Was that was it Kazam? Yeah. Shazam. Shazam. No. No, Kazam. I don't remember. Right? He was a genie, right? No. Was it Shazam? Or Kaz- I think it was Kazam. I don't remember. Yeah, Kazam, 1996. Yeah. Um, of course, we talked about Captain America, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was the uh, the Hoff, mm-hmm. David Hasselhoff. Um, yeah, that's most of them. 
there's a bunch nice. more. I mean, there's like uh, Black Scorpion. With like, I think that looks like Bridget Nielsen. I don't know. But uh, there was a bunch of Darkman movies, too. There was more than one. Oh, Tank Girl. Yeah, I didn't ever watch that. I was never a big fan of whatever her name was. Um, I can't remember what her name was either. She was in Free Willy. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen Free Willy, to be all, honest, all the way through. I'm sure I did when I was a kid. Oh, my gosh. It's all built up to the last moment when he jumps the barrier. All I remember about Free Willy is Michael He's Jackson. standing there. And then, yeah, the Michael Jackson song's playing. What was the song? I don't know. Something good. <laughs> we can't legally play it on the podcast, but... It was a good song that everybody was like, Will you be there? Like, Free Willy, Michael. <laughs> that was the original Blackfish. <laughs> what? Remember Blackfish? No. It was a documentary. It came out a couple years ago, and it was about, like, orca captivity. Okay. So that was, now like, what people got that, people started on the, yes, you're right. the orca train. You're right. Yeah. Willy from Free Willy. Yeah. He was held in, what, like, SeaWorld in Florida, probably? I don't know. Or SeaWorld it's always in Sea World, California. SeaWorld sounds like the worst. This is just me saying that. That's my I've never opinion. been to SeaWorld, but I've driven by it in Orlando, the one there. It looks awesome. Really? They got like roller coasters. Some of the roller coasters like go in the water, so your like legs hit the water when you go through. Great white tanks? Yeah. Actually, did you know you can't Sharks. keep great whites in captivity? Why not? They won't eat. Huh. They've tried it, and every one of them has died because it Who's will not Who's tried eat. it? Like people at SeaWorld, scientists, people have tried to keep great whites. I don't know how many scientists there are at SeaWorld. And they tried to, well, whatever they're called, uh, a uh, marine biologist. Well, that'd be a scientist. Yeah. They have tried to breed them in captivity and keep them in captivity. Can't happen. They won't. They will not eat. Hmm. But they can keep other sharks. Yeah. Like every other shark, actually, besides great white sharks. What about whale shark? Yeah, I'm sure they could. Yeah, they do. Actually, I was just talking to somebody that was at an aquarium in like North Carolina, and they had whale sharks in there. And, and they were of... swimming with them? Yeah. In their mouth? <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> SeaWorld's really stepped it up. Yeah. It's crazy. I'd swim in a, in a whale shark's mouth. Swim inside its mouth? Yeah. What if it actually if swallowed knew, you? But if I knew I could get out. Here's what I always wondered about sharks and whales. And this is going to make me sound really dumb. All right. Okay. Like not sharks <laughs> like great whites, but like, uh, well, sure, great whites. I don't yeah. know. Well, I just don't understand the anatomy necessarily, I guess. I'm not a marine biologist by trade. You're not? No. George Costanz is. <laughs> the, the sea, sea was, was angry, angry that day, my <laughs> friend. Yes. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, yeah. That's a great episode. He climbs up onto the beast, and I pull out a golf ball. Yeah, the Kramer was hitting. Yeah, he was hitting, because that's what he was doing. He was originally hitting him on the beach or somewhere, and people were complaining about all the golf balls, so he started hitting them out to the ocean. Yeah. He's like, it's perfect. He's like, I can hit them out to the ocean. I don't have to pick up any balls. I just keep getting free ones. And then George saves a whale later in the episode. That is a phenomenal episode. <laughs> Go ahead. I have a bunch of floating golf balls from like, have you ever been at, down in Florida, they have driving ranges where they, you hit onto like a lake and they got floating golf balls. Really? And then they go pick them up with a boat. No. They round them up. So I got a bunch of them and I keep them whenever I get like towards a water hazard. Really? It's a floating golf ball. No kidding. They don't go very far. Yeah. They're not very dense. No, they wouldn't be the same. As a regular golf ball. So what I was trying to say is I'm not a marine biologist by trade. Okay. I dabble. 
Yeah. In right. Marine biology. On Saturdays and Sundays. But I don't necessarily understand. So, like, if you got into a, a, a whale's shark. A whale's shark? What? A whale's mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is going off the rails. Yeah. If you got into a whale's mouth, right, can you, and it swallowed you, like, is it all open inside? No, I'm sure there's, like, just like your throat has... So they have an esophagus? Well, your esophagus also has a type of... It is called a sphincter muscle, like a... That's your butt. Right, but that's the muscle okay. is what that's called. Like, there's two different ones in your body. There's one towards your butt that's uh, you can see, and there's one in your throat that will open up and let food down. Okay. So after you swallow food, it'll hit that. I'm not talking about people here. I'm talking about whales. I'm, I know. What I'm saying is is I'm assuming they would have the exact same thing because uh, bass do. So how big is it? Like can a person fit down it? In a big enough whale probably, yeah. Could you travel down the esophagus of a whale alive? In the magic school bus you could. And find yourself in their stomach with room. Yes. I think you could. There's it's big enough stomach that you'd have room in there. You'd be sitting in there, and the digestive juice is like, oh my god, I got myself in a predicament here. I think it would be tight around you, but I do believe you would fit pretty easily. But you'd probably smother before what are you anything. Basing this information on, I'm basing it off of like the size of whales and the size of you. There's no way that their digestive tract is the size of a penny, right? Or but they eat like plankton, so they don't need much. They don't need much. Yeah. So, but like a blue whale's heart is the size of a school bus. So. That's true. So I guess they're not just all open inside. <laughs> no, I, they're definitely not just a hollow cave. <laughs> I, think, I think I was thrown off by like um, Pinocchio as a kid. Right. Yeah, you definitely And then like the right. one like at the at Sunday school, they'd always had the pictures of that dude in a whale. And he's just like sitting in there like yeah. making a campfire. Yeah. Um, what was that guy's name? What is his Jonah? name? Jonah. Jonah. Yeah, Jonah and the whale. What was the uh, <laughs> what What was the circumstances that he found himself inside of a whale? I don't remember. And why is eaten. that? In, why is that in the Bible? I have no idea. There's a lot no of idea. weird stuff in there. There's a ton of it. But the, the reason I bring up the whole like neck sphincter thing is because bass will do that. Like if you let a bass like actually eat your bait and take the hook in. It'll actually be in their stomach then. And once it's past that part, you really can't get their hook out and the hook out. And if you do, you're going to rip basically their insides out and the fish will be dead. So I know that they have that closure. You know, their mouth is separate from. But a bass is a fish and a whale is a mammal. A whale is a whale and a fish is a fish and a shark is a shark. But they'd have to have something. They can't just have an open passage from one end to the other so that jonah dude found himself inside of a whale yes interesting god sent the whale to swallow jonah to save him from drowning that's what it says in the bible and you could and he could keep him in his mouth while in the belly of the fish okay maybe not the they say fish but it's a whale i thought whales were fish whales are mammals dude no they're not mammals yes they are no, they're not a mammal. Yes, they are. No. What are you talking about? They breathe I, oxygen. They got a blowhole. They're mammals. They're not fish. Uh, whales. Hey, man. You, you, you shouldn't even have to look this up. I have to. Dolphins are mammals. Wait a minute. You're, you're going to 
like make fun of me for looking up if whales are mammals and you think they just have a hollow cave inside of them? I have reason to think that because every portrayal you see of people inside of whales, they're like making campfires. Right. A lot of people do that. Yeah. No, it's because they give birth to live young. And they breathe oxygen. Um, And and they they don't have gills. They have fur. They have lungs. Yeah, they're mammals, dude. They have fur. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes. Whales have fur. Yeah. You knew that. I did know that. I told you I dabble in marine biology theory. (laughs) So you know these ridiculous facts, but you still think that people sit in whales and build campfires. I'm not saying that I I obviously said that I thought that they had esophaguses and stomachs. stomachs. I'm just saying, is the stomach so big that you could sit in there? I think it is. Is the esophagus so big that you could like travel down it? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was asking. Obviously, I don't think they're just open inside. And it's just like a row of teeth. You said that. Nothing inside. They have to have organs, Jerry. They have lungs. They have hearts. You just said one of their hearts is the size of a school book. I'm looking it up. Smithsonian website. Uh, Whale sharks probably can fit you down their esophagus, but uh, mariners claim that sperm whales have swallowed people in the past. Okay. And then they live? Whale sharks are really big. Their mouths can get up to five. A whale feet shark long. is a fish, though. Yes, whale shark is a fish. Yeah, and they so listen to in, this, dude. They can suck in six hundred cubic meters of water every hour. That's why I'm thinking a person could just travel down it and hang out in there. But I don't know. And it says might take you back to Pinocchio's trip into the whale's belly. Yeah, for three days, Jonah sat in the belly of the whale until the whale took him to shore and threw him up. That's what happened, I according that. to that. I knew that. What about toothed whales? Whales have teeth? Yes. Whales have teeth. So there's baleen. They use them to strain. Well, no. There's baleen whales. Okay. That The baleen is like the brushes in the front that okay. skim all of the food out of the water. But then there's other whales, like a sperm whale has teeth because they eat meat. That's right. Orcas. They eat meat. Yes, but orcas are not a whale. Uh, a sperm whale can swallow a giant squid whole. So the chances are they could swallow a human whole. If you can survive the being swallowed part and get past the teeth, then you will find yourself inside of a complex digestive system. This is according to the nakedscientist.com. Yeah, if they Could do. a human survive swallowing by a whale? That's the name of the article. And I think what they're saying is the answer is yes. It's possible. If you didn't get, you know. Yeah. A whale or fish. So the first question is, could a whale physically swallow us? Yes. Okay. Could we actually get into their gullet and down their esophagus? If you're talking about baleen whales. No. um, Probably not because they have very tiny esophaguses. That's like a blue whale. And a humpback. Yeah. Even a whale, a blue whale's esophagus only reaches about 10 inches if you stretch it. So you're not, as I have No. Uh, maybe a child. It says in the <laughs> article, maybe a child. <laughs> so the toothed whales are the ones we're shooting for, okay? Like killer whales, sperm whales. They do swallow large prey. They can swallow a large seal whole. They can swallow a giant squid. squid. So yes, you could end up, they have four stomachs like a cow. Really? Yeah. Uh, if you dodge through the digestive enzymes uh, that will corrode your skin instantly, 
Okay, that sucks. And there would be a lack of oxygen. That would be right. You'd you'd you would just die. It of would be suffocation. full of methane gas inside that stomach. You would die. Yeah, they, and if you lit a campfire, oh man, you, it'd be like it'd be like Jaws, where he hits the, the air tank. Done. So I think we've solved this riddle, if you will. That no, you probably cannot survive being swallowed by a whale. Hmm. Yeah, you can't survive it. That's, but it's possible to happen. Yes, but the story of living inside the whale for three days, Just unlikely. Don't, I don't see that happening. Unlikely. Especially if it was a baleen whale. Yeah. You're not going to get past <laughs> their, first of all, you're probably going to get crushed because what they, when they sift everything in, they squirt the water back out. Oh, yeah. So they like suck in water and then they squirt it all out through their baleen. So you'd get like crushed up against their brushes. Have you ever seen a whale? Like in real life? I don't think I have. No. I have. I know I've seen dolphin. Yeah. But I don't I don't believe I've seen a whale. <clears throat> I I think I've been on a whale watching uh expedition approximately 4 to 6 times. And I've seen whales every time. Really? Yeah. Uh one time in Seattle or or that area. Yeah. I saw um, beluga whales. Really? There's beluga whales in, off the coast of Seattle? Unless I'm wrong, but something like that. A white that. whale? Like a Maybe whale. I wasn't in Seattle, but I saw beluga whales. Okay. Um, and that one, we were on like a six-person dinghy. So we were like right up That's there, cool. Right up in there. Um, I saw humpback whales in Alaska. But now they've changed the rules, so like the boats have to stay so far away that it kind of sucks. You don't oh, get really? it right up by the whales. Oh. But we saw him do like the tail flip thing, and that was uh-huh. cool. I seen orcas in Alaska. You did? Oh, yeah. Those I'd like to see. We had a balcony room on the cruise ship we were yeah. on. And one night at sunset, me and Marley were sitting on the balcony watching the sunset, and an orca was swimming from the sun towards us in the sunset. It was really amazing. I got a video of I it. I was going to say, do you have a video <laughs> yes, of this? Yes, I do. Because this is, sounds yeah. amazing. By the time I got the video rolling, like, the angle had changed a little, but yeah. it's yeah, it's clearly sunset and there's orcas. That's amazing. And then we went on another. I've been on another orca um, one where we saw them too there. And then um, another time we went whale watching in Oregon. Okay. And we went out, and as soon as we got out of the breakwater, like the weather changed, and it was massive swales. Ugh. So by the time we got out, when we were a ways out, we had to turn around and head back. But everybody that was on that little, it was like um. Kind of like a fishing boat, but pretty good size one. Yeah. Was like basically hanging on inside the little tiny cabin for dear life crying. Oh my God. And I was standing out on the bow of the ship holding onto the thing. No way. I swear to God, it was the most fun I've ever had. Um, that seems terrifying. You, man. It would drop down. The ship would drop down and you'd be going down like the swale. And you, hey. it's like 20 feet above your head. Would see water. Would, it's just wall of water. And you're like, well, there's, it just doesn't make sense how that can even work. Right. And then, of course, you go over it. Right. You go up it. You go up it and over it. And then when you get over the top, it's just down. It was insane. I've never had that. I I had a little bit of that on Lake Erie. Um, I mean, they were nowhere close to that. They were like three or four feet. I'm sure they weren't 20. I'm probably exaggerating, but they were big. And, even doing that, like three or four feet, 
in that boat and how much the boat moved. Oof, I don't like that. Oh, see, it doesn't bother me. I don't. I like, loved it. It didn't make me sick. I didn't feel bad. It just makes me nervous. Like yeah. I just think of the perfect storm. And but then again, like all those crab fishermen are out in. Yeah. Yeah, they're like hundred and twenty foot boats, but it's not that big. Yeah. When you're talking about giant waves. No, the size of those waves are. It's insane. It's it's it doesn't even make sense when you look it's, at it. That scares me. When you crap look at the me. boat you're on and the size of the waves, it doesn't make sense. You're just like, there's no this, right. We're this dead. doesn't compute. We're going to be dead. And the crew, you would expect to be like, just another day. Right. No. No. <laughs> we're kind of freaking out. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, we got back in inside the breakwater and small boat parked, and they gave us all refunds. Wow. We didn't see any whales, obviously. Oh, no whales, huh? No. What does a whale do in those waves? They know? go down. They don't ride the wave? Maybe. They got to come up for air every so often. I know. I just think it, I do think it's funny that that is so like treacherous to us. Yeah. But a whale's just hanging out. Yeah. Just, All the fish are just like, what's, what's going on? Why are you scared? Yeah. Because it's not a big deal. Though. No. Just like if they were on land and it was really windy, they'd be freaking out. If they were on land at all, they'd be freaking they'd out. They'd be like, this is bad, <laughs> you know? But if you want to see whales and have the greatest trip of your life, I highly suggest going to Alaska. I, I need to go it's there. It's so good. It's so fun. I'd go back. So the, is the only place that you can really see whales the Pacific Ocean? Like No, the, I've seen them in the Atlantic. You have? Yeah. When? Um, when I was... We went to... The east coast of Canada, which is probably next to Alaska, my second favorite place that I've been. Okay. To Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Prince Edward Island. Where'd you go there? When we were in high school, my dad uh, had, had the Cessna. So we flew up into, we flew up to um, Ottawa, uh-huh. Ontario, and then over to uh, Quebec City. And then to Prince Edward Island, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and then down the East Coast. Just you and him? No, our whole family. Are you all fit? Yeah, it's a four-person plane. No, not my, just me and Mandy and my parents. Yeah. my The other ones were in college. Right, okay. Yeah, it was probably, um, I loved it. First of all, I, I love like fishing, on the ocean fishing villages. Yeah. And that's what it is on the East Coast. It's not beaches. No, it's all fishing. It's villages. fishing. You know, you're sitting on a dock eating mussels and watching the fishing boats come in and out. Yeah. And um, it's very Irish, right? So there's pu- Irish pubs everywhere. And then Irish music is like the main music. Really? So all up, the, up there it is? Yeah. All the Irish pubs have like traditional Irish uh, music all okay. the time. And when we went to Ottawa first on the whole thing... Um, it was Busker Fest, which is like the street performer festival. Uh-huh. That was amazing. Um, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the band. We went to see this band, which was an Irish like folk band called like Deep Blue Sea. I think they were called. Okay. And so we saw them. That was great. We went to Quebec City, which is like a fort city, which is really cool. They have a huge fort. Oh. Um, but then yeah, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, unbelievable. Hmm. Really fun. Sounds awesome. And then I really love the West Coast of Canada and then like Washington and Oregon. Yeah. Too. That's probably like my second favorite place. Okay. British Columbia up yeah. there. Vancouver. It's got really good food. 
That's what I hear. Alaska. It's have, you, have you been to Vancouver though? Yeah, that's where we went to the first couple days before we left to go to Alaska. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Nice. A lot of really good Asian food. <laughs> that's strange. No, that's like half the population's Asian, like Japanese. Really? And Why? I wonder. They have a huge like Asian population. Just because it's so awesome there? Yeah, I guess. Hmm. I've always heard good things about British Columbia up that way. That's awesome. So I would I, love to go up there. I've I've been to Portland one time in Oregon, but that was it. Portland's weird. Keep Portland weird. But the rest of the coast of Oregon, amazing. Yeah. It's really fun. Hmm, cool. Seattle's really cool. Well, I think we're at the end. I don't know if anybody was interested in this, but we somehow managed to <laughs> we ran make the gamut. A two hour uh podcast out of nothing. Yeah, it was great. And it's talked fun. a lot about whales. Yeah, a lot about whales and Patreon. So check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash snarfcomics. Uh, like and review us on iTunes and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash snarfcomics, and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, follow us there, and that would be much appreciated. Yeah, check it all out. So for Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I'm Jerry. See you. See ya.